Welcome to a special Live and Let's Discuss, where we talk about, I'm calling it a first impressions, first thoughts of No Time to Die. I thought for a second there, oh. What? (laughs) I started too soon. Hey everyone, welcome to Live and Let's Discuss, the special on No Time to Die. Um. As you all know, I just started halfway through this, like halfway through my spiel. The actual live started on my end, so it's already a good start. Um, So, rather than what we normally do with a live and let's discuss episode where we do a deep dive analysis, it's just this is essentially our first thoughts because Noah already reviewed this like an hour ago. Um, Yes. And I want to, you know, jump in. Uh, this is an explicit podcast because Noah is really furious. I'm not furious, honestly. I, I, I'm also not furious, okay? I'm German. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, no Time to Die was 30 minutes too long? Definitely. Um... That that's my biggest complaint. Is it's too too long. That's the biggest complaint, really. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't hate this movie. I don't like it so much. Mm-hmm. It's meh. And if you look, I call this the Daniel Craig Bond reboot scale. It's right in the middle. Mm. Quantum of Solace is so awful. And Spectre is worse than this. Um, The references in this movie to the books are stupid. Oh, I thought you mean all the references. It's like Die die Another Day level. The ones are especially embarrassing, especially when Bond's choking Blofeld and he says, Die, Blofeld, die. Oh, my God. I rolled my eyes at that. the, they the, thought it was so awesome and cool. The DB5 is ab- ruined and abandoned. Again? In in the beginning. Yeah, again. It got blown yeah. up in Skyfall, too. But and then they bring in, as a replacement, they bring in Timothy Dalton's car. Yeah, the Vantage V8, and then that's just abandoned till the end. Yeah. Because yeah. Craig can't have his own car. It's like he did. he did in uh in Casino Royale. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember him getting the DB5 in Casino Royale, but yeah. yeah, no, he had the DB9 in either Spectre or I think it was Spectre. Yeah, he got a car in Spectre, which was used in like one action scene with no action, and then it got it didn't get used again. Yes, but he did have a car. Y- yeah. For two seconds, I will say it's. Be- I'm glad they didn't bring back like some of the awful cars that like Roger Moore drove. Like, can you imagine the Lotus, the white car that can turn? Yeah, into that was exactly oh, for the cool. end. For the end of the movie, when they are in this flying thing, it can go underwater. Replace <laughs> it with the Lotus. <laughs> that would have been a better scene. Now it can also fly. It oh, flies yeah. now. Well, I mean, they added miniguns to the DB5, so anything is possible. Or the invisible car from uh, Tie Another Day. 
Oh yeah. With the bring, machine bring, gun shotguns. They bring it all back. They bring it all back. Um oh. I can't even remember the love interest character's name. The Bond uh, girl. In this movie? Yeah, I don't the remember. Blonde, her name. The blonde one? Yeah. How can you not remember? She's the love of his life and the emotional center of the story. I don't know why though. I never Madeline, that's her name. Or is that the little girl's name? No, it's Madeline. Yeah. The girl the little girl's Madeline too. We're just gonna call her Madeline too, yeah. Yeah. Um Madeline Actually a really good actress, it's just her character's boring. I don't know if I can agree with the really good actress thing. I, I mean, I have seen her in these two movies. I have seen her in Mission Impossible. And she was in Inglorious Bastards for like five seconds. And I it's like. Glorious. That was what I was thinking of. <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't think she's, she's a good actress at all. But uh, my thing is. Imagine she is replaced entirely with Monica Bellucci, who was Inspector and easily was the best character Inspector. Oh yeah, the most chemistry with Craig and can actually act. Yes, and then they can also say, "Look how progressive we are. We have an age-appropriate woman for the Bond character." Yeah, yeah, but no, we get generic bimbo number five. Uh, well, she got she's part of Spectre, kind of. Born oh, that's so so deep and fascinating character stuff. Please tell me more. That's it. She that's she's all. a psychiatrist. Oh oh oh, she can understand Bond better than anyone before. She, she can also understand Blofeld. For oh reasons. yeah, she can she can understand Hannibal Blofeld. Hannibal Blofeld Joker. Yeah. Oh boy, which uh, I was thinking of his stupid eye thing in this movie. This movie, it it brings in the stupid, uh-huh. like you only live twice did, like die another day did, like Moonraker did. They all get to a point where they just become so over the top and stupid. And it was kind of nice in this yeah, to have he- those stupid elements. Yeah, that's the best part. Is the real when it, this movie gets really dumb and schlocky in a and way, and schlocky because we've had miserable, 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 miserable mm-hmm. for four films. Now you get the Casino Royale had to be that way. Yeah, understandable. But like we have from Quantum of Solace to now, and I, I get that Skyfall is a good movie. Yeah. Although it didn't age well. Watch Skyfall now. Watch all of these five movies in a row and you will realize the problems. We're going to have the worst whiplash when we get to all these. Yeah. It's just... It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, But, like, Craig is in really good shape. I will say that. For his age, his phenomenal physical shape... Mm -hmm. His body, yes. His face. It's another discussion. He he feels too old at times. At other times, it's like it's okay because I go with the Roger Moore scale, scale where Roger Moore just looked ancient 
by the end. In his last it's one. That, it was that facelift. That facelift ruined it. Yeah. It, made him, it did the reverse of a facelift and it made him look older. <laughs> From a view to a kill is just the most bizarre looking bond by far. Yeah. Okay. Um, by, by that comparison, yeah. Craig looks fine enough in this. Yeah. But like, he's got a kid. Yeah. That, which didn't bother me too much. I mean, no, it still it bothers me, but it's not like as much focused on as I feared. It wasn't blast from the past. It was. Thank God. It. I mean, then that would have been kind of fucking amazing. Like, that can you imagine been. this little girl just getting killed in the movie? Oh yeah, with the pufferfish poison. It <laughs> would have been amazing. <laughs> when God. it just. When they should have just killed everyone. They, they kind of basically did. To me, this movie, it's like a contradiction. On the one hand, they said, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just embrace the stupid Bond tropes. Okay. Yes. There's some, the, the yeah, yeah, which is, piece. Yeah, which is fine. And there is stuff in here that's reminiscent of old Bond that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But then we have this on the one side. The schlocky fun. But on the other side, we have, let's go pretentious again. Do an emotional, deep story and descent off for Craig. And then they try to mix it again. And I was thinking, is this better or worse than Spectre? And I was thinking, it's better yes. for two reasons. One, it's visually not ugly like Spectre was, which was dark and piss yellow for the entire film. Yeah, it's a bad bad the only the only thing inspector that looked good was the opening set piece yeah that was fun and here the action is fine i think it happens quick i guess but it's fine for the most part whereas inspector it's obviously not good action and it's just boring action and then we get to the big problems like the emotional stuff which none of it worked we haven't talked about the Bond villain who I was oh, like, he looks oh, like Lucifer, Freddy, Lucifer Satan. He he looks like Freddie Mercury, and then I realized he played Freddie Mercury yeah. <laughs> in the Queen movie. <laughs> I'm like, this guy, he just looks like Freddie Mercury if he got like burned. <laughs> okay, so we have a burn victim Freddie Mercury as the villain. Yeah, the- he's weird. At times he's well, first of all, he's underdeveloped. Oh yes, definitely. Um, which, why is he underdeveloped in a two and a half hour movie is beyond me. Especially um, since the opening sequence is about his backstory, basically. Yes. Which did you notice that in the trailer they Bond was under the ice? Oh, which, as I recall, that's a thing. Oh, they must have edited this, or they put Bond in post. Well. Actually, I'm going to look it up. Okay, but okay. Um, let me start with I like this opening in a way because it was kind of like a horror movie, which it, it was weird and different, and I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I like the gun barrel. It's not a tra- traditional gun barrel, but it was visually interesting. At it least it was in the beginning. Yes, that's I already can't an stress that enough that the, we've had two movies in a row now that put the gun barrel in the beginning. And the gun barrel looked nice. Yeah. 
that was also some not a classical one, but they tried something different there, and I thought, okay, it's okay. Um, problem I have is it's effective as like a little horror opening, this flashback. Mm-hmm. I don't like that it's about Madeline just because I don't care about her character at all. I didn't inspect her, and I still don't in this and the romance and all of this just doesn't work at all. Yeah. But you know what? I liked the villain. I liked how she shot him 12 times and then he got up like he's Michael Myers. Yeah. It was fun. And then it kept going. And I was so confused if like my copy of the movie on like Amazon Prime, if there was like an error or something. Because then it flashes to current day, I think 2015. I think that's set right after Spectre. With Bond and Madeline in wherever they are. Italy, probably. And then it keeps going for another 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So we are 30 minutes in. uh, 25, to be fair. And then the opening credits start with the song and everything. Mm -hmm. Why is this like half an hour into the movie? I I could just think back to like Goldfinger. That's like literally like a five minute mini adventure. And then we get going. And this is like half an hour. It's insane. It looks visually good, but. Oh no, it it, it could be the kid. It's hard to tell. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just spent a bunch of time just staring at that. (laughs) Trying to figure that out. (laughs) But yeah, so. This entire opening, this has to be the longest one in the franchise history. Yes. Yeah. The previous record holder was The World Is Not Enough. I think that was only like 12 minutes. It yes, because the, some... they have the boat chase. Yeah, I think it was somewhere in the plus 10 minutes, but definitely under 20. And this was almost half an hour. I mean, yeah. visually, it's fine. It has some good action. Yeah. But they take stuff from the on a Majesty's Secret Service book here, him visiting Vesper's grave, I rolled my eyes so fucking hard when they make out in the bed. And she's like, get over Vesper, like, forgive her. And it's like... I rolled my eyes when the the score from Honor Majesty's... That made me want to fucking die. When we have all the time in the world. First of all, Hans Zimmer does the score for this. This is his first time doing Bond. It's for me, it's a 50 50 score. Yeah. There's some good stuff. Actually, there it's broken up into the thirds. There's some good stuff. There's some meth stuff. There, the meth stuff is the typical Hans Zimmer mm-hmm. crap that he does now. Yeah. So ever since Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. There, there was like one track I remember. I think it was Need Opening. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like, am I watching Batman Begins? This sounds like the... Like the oh, yeah. And it's full French horn, and it's just... It's too much. And then the, there's the third that's just on Her Majesty's Secret Service, but with a full orchestra. Which pissed me off to no end. Yeah, it doesn't re- quite work. These references. Like, a couple of them, okay. But, like, when I think it's when the credit sequence starts. They have, like, the little... Doctor No, you know, the opening with the lights and everything. Yes. Where it flashes and it's... Uh, I can... 
So this tried to be a combination of On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Doctor No, and the You Only Live Twice novel. Because mm-hmm. apparently they wanted to make the ultimate, this is the end for James Bond. First off, this is stupid mm-hmm. as an end for Craig's run on its own. If they actually wanted to end the entire franchise on this, that's even worse. I got Rise of Skywalker vibes from this. But this mm. is better than that? It can't be worse. I, I would agree with that. But you can't. It's called Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills is the worst thing I've ever seen, and I, I stand by it. It's the worst sequel to a big movie I have ever seen in my life. I can't say it's the worst thing because Shark Exorcist exists. Yeah, That but, is probably the worst movie I have ever seen in my life. But Jeremy, 40 years ago, Michael Myers murdered those people. And evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! And then they all get they all beat up Michael Myers and he kills half of them. He kills the only character, actor, actress that was actually like doing anything in the movie. And and now this is our Halloween kills discussion. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, back to good old um No Time to Die. Yeah. Oh boy, so I think I'm done with positives. <laughs> like it looks fine, which isn't a big positive because that's something you should expect. Like that's Oh yeah, these movies are millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Was this this must have been more expensive than even Spectre, which was already insane in budget. Oh probably. It, they are fucked. Like they are they're not gonna make their money back. Especially well, it, not with it the did pandemic. better than I expected, and it was oh, critically, yeah. it critically did better than I yeah. expected too. It did fine. It did better than Spectre, I do believe. Hmm. Critically, yeah. But they also, it's not just the cost of making it plus the chaos with the marketing. Oh yeah, well they they delayed this movie for nearly two years, which I want to mention because I recently bought. The James Bond archive. The behemoth. This is not even acting. This thing is actually fucking heavy. <laughs> Entire table is shaking. And this thing says No Time to Die came out in 2020. Because, you know, pandemic. Yeah, pandemic plus I, I'm of the opinion they were kind of embarrassed. Likely. And I think they were also afraid because I swear they did reshoots. Two things. One, I think Lucifer Satan or whatever the bad guy's name is, he was maybe really supposed to be Dr. No. They are dum-dums. We know that much. Yeah. Maybe they thought, this is the end of Craig's run. We're going to bring it full circle. It's like poetry. It rhymes. We're going to bring back the original Bond villain. Dr. No. Because he's obviously Dr. No inspired and there's a lot of callbacks in design and everything. And there's one part left in the movie at the end where one of the bad guys, henchmen, calls him Doctor. But he isn't a doctor as far as we know. So my idea, he either was Dr. No or he was Dr. Shatterhand. That's more what I was thinking is they were going to call him Shatterhand. Yeah, and maybe they backed out of that death. Yeah, from Yonit twice the novel. 
which it's barely a garden of death. Yeah, it's a garden. It's like what were these row? It was like sand, right? There was sand and rocks, all like gravel all over. And there's several poisonous plants where he takes Madeline too. <laughs> we're just gonna call her Madeline too forever. <laughs> yep. With, with her and her dodo. Yeah. Rabbit. Which the kid doesn't speak English. Okay. I don't think at all. I think she speaks French the entire time. Oh, no, no I think she does understand. I think she... Uh, she understands, Seven, but I don't think she ever says anything in English. I think the only thing she says is, like, Seven asks her, like, do you like my garden? Do you like my place? And she's like, no. And that's it. But no is, like, a universal term at this point. <laughs> no transcends all language. <laughs> like, no time to die. Yeah, a transcendent it's, it's movie translated at all. It's just no time to die on every poster. <laughs> um, can we talk about M? Oh yeah, sure. How awful M's character is in this movie. He's the villain. He is. He really is the villain for no reason other than American politics. Mm. The Americans and the British won't ever deal with each other again. It's like why. That's never clear. I guess it's a narrative towards the Trump administration, but, like... Great job, H like milk. And it's, like, one year later. Yeah. He's not even the president anymore. Like, I don't I don't get it. This and is, that's the whole like, thing. Felix gets Bond because Bond's not in the secrets... in, in Honor, Honor Majesty's Secret Service anymore. A better mm-hmm. movie. And a better, a uh, and, and like gets him involved in. I don't the even plot. know what it was, to be honest. I don't. They were know they were looking for happened. a Russian, a mad Russian scientist. Who yes, was... we have the whole Dark Knight esque scene in this of all like the takeover. Oh yeah, yeah, the terrorists. Which are led where, by Nazi where the henchman Cyclops comes in. Cy- I, love, okay, I love Cyclops. It was so goofy. Yes, that's the schlock that works. I that love was... it. Reminded me of Jaws or uh, what Batista's character was in Spectre, which is another part of Spectre I like. The the train fight. We hadn't had a train fight in a while. Mm-hmm. I always like a good train fight. I'm just. I mean, nothing tops from Russia with love because that actually feels like a brawl. Yeah. But I love in um, Live and Let Die when the guy gets thrown by oh, his, his prosthetic his prosthetic arm and he just gets ripped off, <laughs> falls to his death. That's great. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Cyclops, he is actually, okay. That's like I said, one of the good elements. He comes in, he does his little Bane moment. Like you said, Dark Knight, it reminds me of the Bane opening from Rises. That's what I was thinking, is Rises. The fire rises. Yeah. Was getting caught part of your plan? Of course. I'm American because I talk like this. Like I smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. Shut up, little thinker. <laughs> oh, man. But they, they take the scientist with them. So he's working for Spectre, but then he double-crosses them because he is actually working for 
Lucifer Satan. See. Yes. Lucifer yeah. Satan. Yeah, his name is Lucifer Seven, but it's... you don't have to be a genius to see. Oh, oh what we are doing, you see? Uh, it's it's almost on weird. Mark Forster's level. Yeah, but the four elements were not in this. Oh yeah, they were. They were on an island. It was land surrounded okay. by water. There was air, and then Bond got, got obliterated with fire. <laughs> what elements in action? <laughs> it's there. It, it's but it's the best Bond film ever. Yeah. Bond's, Bond's death had it all. It had the four elements. Okay? That's all we could have wished for. We haven't even talked about the robots. The micro-robots in the bloodstreams that cause nanobots. the plague. The nanobots yeah. that like kill your entire family lineage, I guess. I don't know. So we know the screenwriter read Invincible by Troy Denning, the final legacy of the Force book, and he took that element. Yeah. And I kind of, I'm kind of like, oh. So Felix dies. Ah, oh, which pissed me off so much. Well, I will say this. The Felix Bond stuff in this? Good. It is good, but it's not earned. It it's fe- not earned, but if you look at it, if you use the, the greatest video game ever, 007 Legends, <laughs> where they put Daniel Craig in Moonraker. Oh, yeah. And that Daniel Craig has just been Bond this whole time, and that we went back in time to Dr. No, <laughs> and we worked our way forward. Oh, yeah, we make the stupid, the stupid fan theory. Watch Casino, then watch Quantum, then watch all the other films starting with Dr. No, and then Skyfall. We Spectre can do an Notice. episode when we do this. Also, might as well put in Never Say Never again. Yeah, and Casino 67 and Barry Nelson's Casino Royale. They are just, all part of one universe. He just banged a bunch of women named Vespa. Yeah, that's why he can't get over her. It's been it's been like sixteen years. He's he doesn't even, he doesn't even know who uh, which Vespa he's grave he's visiting. He keeps he keeps getting confused why 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 Felix Leiter is a white man then a black man then a white man and then a black man again. And he keeps aging in reverse. <laughs> he's not even a consistent Benjamin Button. He's just this. Oh man. Oh, this reminds me, we have a reference to uh, Robert Brown's M in this. Yes. And That's I one I like. had the other, I can't remember the other M's name. Other uh, Judy Dench? Well, he had Judy Dench. Bernard Lee? Yes, and I think it was cut out. I think there was the film, there was going to be portraits of all three of them, mm-hmm. and then they're like, we don't have any reason to frame for one of them. Yeah. It's also possible because Bernard Lee's portrait was already in The World Is Not Enough as a tribute. Yes. Yeah, but it was nice to see Robert Brown specifically because he doesn't get much recognition for his role in the Bond franchise. Mm -hmm. That was nice. And And of course, Jimmy Dench has got to be in here. Well, yeah, of course. That's like his mom. Yeah. For some reason. Mm. I mean, with Bernard Lee's M, you could also say it was his dad, especially at the end of Majesty's Secret Service. 
mm-hmm. when he's chatting with uh, Tracy's dad, and you realize, yeah, and Bond doesn't have a family. Yeah, because no, now he has brother, and, and is Blofeld's his adoptive brother, and he's a psychopath. Yeah, which they didn't directly reference it. They made one or two little jokey moments, like when. Bond ki- accident- accidentally kills Blofeld while screaming die Blofeld die, which is the dumbest thing I have ever seen in my life. Um, Q makes the joke, oh, glad you're not actually related because now you would also be dead. Yeah, well, this was a different director, which we haven't discussed, whereas Skyfall and Spectre had the same director. Sam Mendes. Mm-hmm. This is a and different guy. Kerry Fukunaga, which I... In my review for it, I gave him another name, which I can't say because it will get me cancelled. It was like yes. a... Yeah. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. You can guess which one. Yes, yes, we can. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta keep this classy, Noah. Classy. Okay. Can we talk about the 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 new Bond? Yeah, okay. I don't hate her. I don't hate her either. I, I mean think... them. They're, they're non-binary. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Uh, like Gabby caught it first. Gabby, my girlfriend, and I went and saw the this at the theater. She's like, "Are they? Why are they calling? Why is M calling them they?" I'm like, "Oh, they're non-binary." Did M call what? Did he? Yeah, did he, he did. I don't remember it. Well, it's like so offhand. I liked them. As the new 007. Uh, she she wasn't was, awful. No. She wasn't. But they, they go back and forth a bit like an Avengers movie, but like it wasn't insufferable. Yeah, speaking of Avengers movies. Okay, let me finish my point about her, but the dialogue in this reminded me of Marvel movies at some points. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, she was not as bad as I would have expected after the trailers. Yes, because uh, you you know what we you both expect. were not thrilled. Yeah, I was expecting Jinx 2.0, like this yeah. Halle Berry level terrible performance and everything, and it was fine. It still didn't work. They tried to give her like this little arc where she came around to liking Bond, which was extremely predictable, and I could have easily done without it, but whatever. Which also didn't work because I don't think there was really like a good. There just was no good arc where she came to trust him. I couldn't really feel that I, at all. I would honestly, I was of the the way I didn't. First of all, I didn't want Madeline to be the love of his life. Madeline won. No one wanted her. Everybody I don't want her being in this, but their thing is they're done. Especially after the beginning, he just ab- throws her on a train and like it's like we're never seeing each other again. That's mm-hmm. done. I I kind of I wanted him to. If this a, 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 if this was the last time we've actually seen her in the movie, getting on the train and leaving, and and he says we're done, and then she never shows up again, and that's it. I would have stood up and give this movie a standing ovation. Yeah, it would have been it would have been reminiscent of him and Tiffany Case in the books. That maybe that it would have been enough of like a what would you call it? 
reference. Expect, no, no, subverting expectations. Yes. Because the opening is very much uh, on a Majesty's Secret Service, but different. Or better yet, she's in it more and she's killed at about the halfway point. Instead of Felix. Maybe. They, they yeah. had to kill everyone. Yeah, I didn't I didn't agree with the Felix death. It was that was the most unnecessary. Because it's the end. I was expecting them to kill M. Hmm. That's what I was expecting. I was expecting not quite a man with the golden gun novel thing happen, but similar to what they did with Skyfall when they hmm. tried to assassinate M. In like the court, like the hearing scene, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like, I, I, I really wanted him to like hook up with the, the the girl, the Cuban woman, Paloma. Yeah, which was a last minute addition, if I'm not wrong. It's a good addition. Yeah, she's good. She, she's fun, and yeah. I was I because we had just. So I, when I saw this, we had just watched Diamonds Are Forever, and then I immediately went and watched, uh, which Diamonds is coming out soon, everyone, so don't worry. It's it's happening. It's coming out this weekend. Um, but then we went and watched uh, Live and Let Die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, both Sean Connery and Roger Moore would have gotten with her immediately. Especially when he, she's, he's changing into his tux to be like, well, we could take some time. And he says a one-liner. It pans away to, like, in, like, that tasteful Bond's getting some sort of mm-hmm. sort of cut. But we subverted expectations, and I was disappointed. Yeah. Instead, he just gets dressed. He gets dressed, bangs Madeline maybe once. Well, I mean, at the beginning. And then later on when he's at her house. Yes. Doesn't make sense. And then he cooks breakfast for the daughter. Which was cute. It wasn't awful. Yeah, but really, (laughs) is anyone going to go into a James Bond movie wanting to watch The Family Man? No, it was different though. I would have liked it honestly if she had moved on. Also, that'd be another thing. And that's not his daughter. And he reflects on where my life's taken me. And then he thinks about Tracy. Hmm. That would have been nice. But we, we rebooted so Tracy doesn't exist. Or does she? Because Double Seven Legends <laughs> is a thing. And the, the the Aston Martin, both Aston Martins are in this. Yeah, like we said. And I don't know. You know, I never want. I never. I never want to see the DB five again. Actually, really? they have, they have overplayed it now. So if I do a video of me building the Lego DB five, you won't watch it. I will because your videos are not James Bond movies. What if I dressed as James Bond and put on the worst British accent I've ever... I can't do a British accent. Then it would be better than all James Bond movies by Daniel Craig. 
I'm flattered. So when are we doing our James Bond fan film? <laughs> we have to at some point to show it can be done better. Yeah, with half the budget. Yeah, that, and that in two insane. different countries without like meeting each other. Like just me in front of a green screen. <laughs> I'm gonna send you the footage. That's great. Noah will write a better James Bond script. Well, they okay. So I'm kind of I don't know. Do you have more to say about this, or should we wait till we wait wait a few years and then we actually do a deep dive into this? Because like I don't. No, we can talk about it. Because like I I just I want to bring up now because they're going to. Introduce a new actor as James Bond. Yeah. And there's li- I can literally think of zero people I want to be Bond at this point. Although The Rock has said he wants to be James Bond, which I think is a an absolute fucking joke. Oh, man. I wouldn't mind an American James Bond, but like... The only American Bond I, I could have expected... Uh accepted would have been Clint Eastwood when they tried to get him, I think, for Diamonds or sooner. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. There just isn't an actor right now that I could really see as playing Bond. I mean, we could still get Clint Eastwood back. He's 91 years old, but he's still kicking ass, you know, making his movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks better than Craig does now. Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, they need... To, the Broccoli's need to not be involved with Bond anymore. Barbara. Her problem is she fell in love with Craig to a level where this wasn't a Bond movie. This was a Daniel Craig movie. He became a producer. Where I think from Quantum onwards, maybe because he also wrote the script for Quantum. Because everybody wrote the script for Quantum, mm-hmm. and it's so. This movie feels like a vanity project in a way. This is like Daniel Craig's Gedevin. <laughs> you did not go there. Yes, I did go there, because near the end, this entire action scene, which was kind of fun. Uh, on the island when he's alone and he's shooting his guns and he does oh when they reenact the gun barrel oh yeah and 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 he he makes uh he gets the watch that makes the the cyclops eye explode and he he tells q it was mind-blowing yeah which i loved when when all of this happens and it comes across as like i'm so fucking awesome right now look at me i'm james bond and it's kind of nice to get that but at the same time, I feel like this was Craig sh- just, I don't know. This... It's the thing I've said that his is his strong suit is he's just so physical. Hmm. I can, I can believe he'll kill everyone in the room. Yeah. Even if it means he gets horribly maimed and then dies because he gets the nanovirus stabbed into him. Into his face. He gets yeah. it stabbed into his face and he does a Steven Seagal arm bar, arm break, which I literally cheered. And and then he shoots the bad guy in the face a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Did he drop an F-bomb? I can't remember. No, M dropped no, the F-bomb. No, M drops it. He's like, are you fucking kidding me or something like that? Oh, yeah, when Bond... He's some, he, he he works again with uh, Q and Moneypenny behind uh-huh. M's back. And then Q is like, where did you get all this top secret information? For fuck's sake. When he realizes, because they are the Scooby-Doo gang, like they were in Spectre. They oh. were not... It wasn't as bad as in... Spectre, because now they have these famous actors playing, you know, M, Moneypenny, Q, and they feel like, oh, we have to bring them in more because we have famous actors, mm-hmm. which I don't like. But no. but it's better in here than in Spectre. Yeah, it, it was fine. I love uh-huh. the hairless cat at Q's apartment because I think mm. the hairless cats are adorable. I find, I think the cats are adorable. As a, we mm. need more of them. We need a James Bond movie that all the everyone is played by a cat. We get cats the the movie with the horrible nightmare CGI creatures. We have cats versus dogs. That has a Blofeld joke in it. Oh yeah, right. I I uh, Blofeld <laughs> Hannibal Blofeld in this. He should have had a cat with him in his yeah. prison cell for no reason. <laughs> He has his cat with him. Yeah. I mean, they said he only talks to Madeline Swan, so we're gonna bring her in. Oh, he only talks when he has his cat. We gotta br- give him his cat. Blofeld's whole thing, he has this robotic eye, which I guess he implanted like around the time of Spectre when his eye got fucked up. <laughs> which we only learn now, and they think he's insane and that he's talking to himself. And then there's this point when Bond is in Cuba during this Eyes Wide Shut party. He walks in and there's this bald guy with like an eyeball walking that around. So funny. That was so funny. It was so schlocky and <laughs> wonderful. And then the yeah. poison comes down and it kills everyone but but Bond. Oh yeah. Up on this up until this point. Like the entire thing in Cuba and everything, I did like the movie. Mm-hmm. Up on there, up until there, it's good. Like they make these references, it feels like a schlocky, fun James Bond movie. Finally, yeah. Then it completely falls apart after that scene. Basically, after they kill Felix, basically it falls apart. Yes. But up until there, it was fun. But this scene also gets kind of ruined because we have the Russian scientist come in. We saw he switched like the whatever the files and. Instead of killing Bond with the gas, it killed everyone else. Uh-huh. And then he has to say, "Ha, oh, it worked. It killed all of Spectre. Because this movie is made for dumb, dumb Americans specifically. And yeah. they are so stupid, they wouldn't understand what just happened. We have to explain and it again. I loved when when New 007 kicks him into the, the pool of acid and he just melts. Oh yeah, after he made a, a racist remark for some reason. Because why the fuck not? And you know what time it is? Time to die. And then she kicks him in. Which this, that was maybe the worst line I've ever heard. I laughed. Out of embarrassment or because it was genuinely funny to you? Because the effect of him melting was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. You can't show too much because it's PG-13, but like... <laughs> they, they got pretty graphic. Mm. Bond got blown up. And he's like, yes, fucking obliterated. You have all the time. 
in the world. That made me cringe so hard. And then she's like, I'm going to tell you, Madeline 1 is talking to Madeline 2. I'm going to tell you the story. Can we ju- can we That's call it, can we call the little Madeline Mini-Me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then she tells Mini-Me, let me tell you about a man, a man named Bond, James Bond. And then Louis Armstrong kicks in, we have all the time in the world. So we can try it out. Yeah, you know the guy who tried to get your little dodo? And he ended up dying. Yeah, your little doctor also got obliterated. <laughs> That's what I thought the whole time. He literally gets shot through the dodo. Well, you know what I should have done? Fucking, fucking Satan shoots at the Bond, and the, the, the bullet goes into the dodo, and it saves Bond's life. <laughs> <laughs> That that would have been perfect. He be, he beats Satan to death with little Dodo. He just takes Dodo's ears and strangles him. He strangles him while screaming, "Die, Satan, that arm die!" Arm break. That 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 arm break was just wonderful. He breaks both of his arms, then both of his legs, and then he strangles him with Dodo while screaming, "Die, Satan, die!" <laughs> This movie might have melted my brain. <laughs> oh god! All right. Well, anyway, no, we are not at the end. We're not. How are we not at the end? <laughs> There's too much stuff in here. Oh boy! So, they also kill Blofeld. Did we even mention it? Yes. Okay, so Bond gets pissy and he tries to choke Blofeld while screaming, "Die, Blofeld, die!" Because remember that it's happening in the book. That's mm-hmm. the final confrontation, and Bond kills him on accident. Which was really funny because they just, she's so he chokes him. Blofeld mm-hmm. is fine for a moment. Then Tanner comes in. Bill Tanner also comes in, and then they both look like, and they look at Blofeld, and he's just. It was so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and they and they have this back and forth, which feels like a Marvel movie. Everyone is witty and just quippy stuff and. The four mm. elements are there, you know. At least we got the four elements out of this movie. We And we got an underwater scene with this, whatever it was, a drone. It can fly, then it goes underwater, where, where it looks like Escape from L.A. <laughs> there was levels of CGI. Yeah. Can, can Madeline 2, Minimi's Dodo, become like our new thing? A new meme after the four elements. <laughs> Imagine any action scene in a Bond movie. How much better it would have been if he had little Dodo as an, you know. Yeah, I, I can see it. He just throw. He should have thrown little Dodo. Oh, like the scene in Living Daylights with the exploding milk bottles. He throws yeah. explosive Dodos. Yeah. I think we just made this movie better. Yeah. With these ideas. We need to have the live and let's discuss cut of No Time to Die. <laughs> the Dodo cut. The Dodo cut. <laughs> Release the Dodo cut. Release the Dodo cut. Alright. Now we are done. I'm I'm done. My brain is fried. Same. I got a haircut. Yeah. I gotta cut my hair. 
Yeah, you cut your own hair. <laughs> I've done that before. I don't think you knew me then. I once shaved my head. It was horrible. Yeah. Anyway. This was no time to die. James Bond dies. Everybody dies. Felix dies. Blofeld dies. It's over. It's out. It's done. Until we get another James Bond. Yeah. I think it did say at the end, James Bond will return. I I didn't wait. Like, when they started... I didn't wait either. When they started the Louis Armstrong song, I was so like, oh, fuck off. I just turned it off. I couldn't take any more. All right. Well... (laughs) That was our No Time to Die first thoughts. Join us in two years when we do a deep dive. <laughs> More Dodo. More Dodo. Release the Dodo cut. All right. Have a good one. Goodbye.